child. Welcome back to Black Hair Care No Chaser. I appreciate you guys being consistent listeners. I swear to you that this podcast will do nothing but get better. So this morning, before I get ready to start my hectic day, um, I guess I'd like to talk about a few topics. I have been trying to build clientele here, so I've been passing out flyers and hanging them up, and um, I passed out a flyer to a young lady, and I'm going to say I made the mistake of passing it to her, um, simply because of the way her mother reacted. Um, The mother went through the business information and managed to find my personal profile. And she sent me a long letter about her child struggling with her self-confidence. The young lady is 15. And um, basically that when I handed her child the flyer, it was another hit to her self-confidence. And the young lady went home to immediately fix her hair. Uh, Of course that wasn't my intention at all. Like I was passing out flyers, I was having a great day. I saw a young lady with curly hair. She has beautiful hair. She has a hair texture and color that will uh, usually, they usually, that color is kind of prone to dryness. But then again, we are in Texas heat. Although it's been very humid here, we're still in Texas heat. So anyway, you know, I just, the mother said something in the email about how for the past 15 years, she's been contacted about doing this girl's hair and this, this and that. And um, coming to find out the mom is white. I don't think I could tell by looking at the child. I don't even think I looked hard enough to know like the child might have been biracial or whatever. I was just passing out flyers. And she had beautiful curly hair. Could have been healthier, yes. But that's like the ideal client. You got a head full of gorgeous hair that just needs a little help getting healthier. Uh, Yes, ma'am, I want your daughter as a client. I don't pick just anybody either. So I'm, you know, there are people that I'm like, "Mm, they like looking crazy. Uh, You can't be my client. Even when I was doing adults, if you liked looking crazy, no, I wasn't giving you a card. My mom thought I was the silliest business owner ever in life. She'd pass out my cards and flyers to anybody. Meanwhile, I'd be like, "Mm, that looks like that's gonna be more trouble than it's worth. So all that to say, Mom sends me this, you know, dramatic letter. And of course, the letter kind of kind of hinted at that I added to the young lady's self-confidence issues. That's where we need to pump the brakes. Like, hold up. No, ma'am. If people have been stopping you for 15 years, so essentially this child's whole life, trying to tell you about hair care, And yet, to this day, you still haven't gotten it. You still haven't acknowledged how important it is. That is completely on you, ma'am. Has nothing to do with the other parent to a student at the school handing your kid a flyer about the new children's salon. It is absolutely 100% on you. It is apparent in the family pictures that the hair care just wasn't just wasn't high on the on the list of things to do because the brother's hair looks similar. So, um, white mothers, I'm not sure what happens after you procreate with a black man, but at some point, 
there needs to be a conversation about hair. Like you're just not gonna get all the information that you need with the sperm tails that are trying to find your egg. When that little explosion and multiplication of cells happens, that did not magically give you the skills to know how to do your hair. Black mamas are not necessarily born with the skills to do hair. It is something that is taught over time. It is something that you learn with your scissors, I mean your sisters, your cousins, your aunties, your grandmas. It's a cultural thing that happens. And if you don't grow up in the culture or if for some reason somebody in your immediate family didn't know how or you didn't sit for the lessons or you didn't pay attention or whatever, you just may not get it. It's okay. But what's not okay is to watch your child struggle with her self-image and you not take the time to learn how to do her hair. It's that simple. I mean, yes, her self-image is wrapped around more than just her hair. I get that. I totally get that because, of course, I'm a woman that was a young lady. Um, even as a grown woman, there's still some self-image issues. Y'all, I ain't got no hair. I cut it. I cut it quite a few months ago, and my goofy butt has not been taking care of it like I should have been. And so it is growing slowly, like at a snail's pace. I am still bald-headed about six, seven months later. And some days, I don't feel that pretty. But quite a few days, I don't. So it's not that I don't understand self-image issues. It's not that um, I am trying to minimize what all may be going on with the young lady. But what I can say is that hair care could be one less thing on the list. I mean, you, you might need a therapist for everything else. That's okay, too. I love my therapist. However, hair care don't have to be something that she's going to talk about. That's not something you got to pay a couple hundred dollars for her to go over how she feels about it. If you just pay 30 and come to a class on Sunday, if you just giving me a moment to explain to you what all is offered. But I'm pretty sure mom wasn't completely oblivious to what all is offered because again, she had to go through all the business stuff, skip the business emails and everything that was listed on the flyer and the two cards that was handed to her daughter to find my personal page. So at some point she had to see that there was more to, to be offered than just a class. I wish I could have just talked to the daughter because talking to the mama was like probably talking to a brick wall. If for 15 years, other black women, I'm assuming they were black, there might've been some white women in there too, had been tapping the mom on the shoulder saying, hey, ma'am, you need to get this together. And she still hadn't. And clearly talking to her wasn't gonna do anything. So I, you know, I just, Sometimes I wish I could just smack people aside the head with a little hair care. Like I could just take one of my booklets and just smack them and then it would knock all the hair care information into their head. And then if they decided not to, at least it was a choice and not just, they just don't know how. That would be awesome. I mean, then they would be playing in the same field as I'm playing in because I definitely know what I'm supposed to be doing and yet I don't do it. And then I get frustrated when I ain't got no hair to braid down or do nothing. Speaking of braid down, my hair is currently braided down. I'm trying to decide if, well, the little pieces that I have on top because the sides are gone. So the top is braided down. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to put a crochet in or what I'm going to do next. I needed to braid it down no matter what though, because it is so hot 
um, here and half the time I can't find my bonnet. So I'm sleeping with nothing on it. My hair was getting dry. On the little bitty inches that's up there, I could see a couple of split ends. So I had to nip that in the bud. No, ma'am, we can't do that. Nope. So how about I fill you guys in on just a little bit of hair care tips. Uh, how to keep your hair moisturized. I also just did a Sunday class for it, and then I did a quick live video in the post-class hangout group. So you guys may not know, but every time someone takes one of my classes, they are invited to a post-hangout group, which is on Facebook, and is basically like a support group. They get the first three months free, and then everything after that, they pay a, a low subscription price. Most people choose to pay about $2 a month and they pay, or $3 a month and they pay for the entire year at one time. For $36, you get a whole year of support in the hair care realm. Um, and for some people that is, I mean, that is like a lifeline. And for others, it's, um, it's reassurance on what on the on a lot of the skills that they've already learned and been practicing. It's also a good social space. So quite a few groups of moms that took the class, um, like the one day workshop, have built stronger relationships through the post class group and been able to do like play dates and other little get together things. So we have a good time in that group. We don't only talk about hair; we talk about cultural things too. Um, so anyway, I went over how to maintain the healthy moisture and protein balance with them too um which is kind of what i'm gonna talk about a little bit today so between me and the young lady that i gave a flyer to um we need to talk about moisturization so your hair is mostly protein like that's what it comes out the scalp as that's like the one of the biggest building blocks the other thing that it is built up of is moisture however we lose both over time. So your cuticle, which is the outside layer, that's what helps protects the inside. It is like your armor, or it is also like the shingles on a roof. It's more like the shingles on the roof because the cuticle cells lay over each other and they flex to open a little bit and then they'll close back up if they're healthy. When they're not healthy, they're always kind of open. And that means your hair is overly porous and, um, or either they're missing, and that means your hair is damaged. So overly porous is basically like the shingles are always up. Moisture goes in very easily and moisture comes out very easily. Now, when you have overly porous hair, you will notice that it's dry often. If you get hair color, you notice that your color comes out fast. Um, nothing really stays in your hair at all. That's overly porous. There are ways to even out porosity. Like they have treatment, um, Alpha-G is a protein treatment. It kind of helps even out the porosity. And then in the color section, they have um, treatments that specifically help even out porosity. Your leave-in, like my brand leave-in especially, temporarily evens out the porosity. Um, the molecules in the leave-in are attracted to the damaged spots. And so they will travel to those areas and then they will connect to those areas and stay there until the next shampoo. So there are lots of products in the market to help even out that porosity. But even without having overly porous hair, uh, black hair needs the most moisture. Typically we're okay on the protein give and take. Like if your hair feels like mushy noodles, it needs more protein. 
But if your hair feels more like straw, you definitely need more moisture. Some of the simple ways to get more moisture in your hair, um, do a pre-poo. I know it sounds like it's just one of those trends, but I think it's a trend right now just because of the internet and the fact that we can get more information out. But I think pre-poos have been going on for a very long time. So pre-poo is basically like a pre-shampoo conditioning treatment. And you can use conditioner. So you could do your shampoo regimen with conditioner, then you shampoo, then you condition again. Or you can do pre-poo with an oil or butter. So you'll coat the hair in like olive oil, castor oil, um, coconut oil for some people. Coconut oil is not for everybody. It's one of those polar oils, which means that it is um, positively and negatively charged. Like one end of the molecule is positive, the other end is negative. Um, and so that means it will try to, uh, it basically almost acts as a um, protein. So it strengthens the protein that you already have in your hair. Well, if your hair is overly, like it has too much protein, then polar oils will actually just make it more brittle. That sucks, huh? Yeah, I know. That is the reason why coconut oil um, is not for everybody. Um, some people, it makes their hair feel a lot drier. That's pretty much the reason. So let's see, let me find a little bit more information on polar oils. The whole reason you want to do a pre-poo is to minimize the high growth fatigue. Yeah, your hair gets tired. It gets tired of your behind playing with it. So high growth fatigue is basically when the strand has been expanded and contracted way too many times. And so those cuticles um, get tired of flexing back and forth. And that again causes damage, okay? So generally your oils are gonna be non-polar, but some um, oils have polar regions on them. And like I was saying, the polarity gives them the benefits to the natural hair that non-polar oils um, don't have. And one of them is the, the polar oils can penetrate the hair fiber and it's attracted to the protein keratin, um, keratin inside. That's what it's gonna try to stick to. Um, but again, if you have too much protein, it is not your best bet, okay? Um, these are also, your polar oils are also the ones that are recommended for saturation. And like, if you ever look at a list of like, which ones are good for saturating, which ones are good for sealing, that's kind of what the difference is. The polar oils are the ones that are really, really good at soaking in, whereas the other oils are definitely gonna stay on the outside and just seal it. So back to your pre-poo. You can also use honey, you can use aloe, you can use a combination of these things. I've done pre-poos where I used clay, so sometimes I'll use um, bentonite clay or, ooh, what's my new favorite, rasul clay and make like a hair mask. Um, I usually mix them up with a little distilled water. That's why I keep a jug of distilled water around my house. And so when I wanna do my DIY at home treatments, I have the perfect water. Distilled water doesn't, it's a neutral pH. It doesn't have the additional minerals and stuff in it that your tap or your spring water may have. So it won't have any adverse effects 
on the other ingredients. For instance, bentonite. Bentonite is attracted to heavy metals. So if you go stick in tap water in bentonite, it's already trying to um, um, trying to collect the heavy metals in the water versus pulling the extra heavy metals and stuff out of your hair. See, you don't want that. Let's see what are some other good ingredients. Um, mango butter. Ooh, I love the way a good mango butter feels in my hands. You know, you're a true DIY nerd when you can tell the difference in like the texture of butters and stuff when you're filling them in your hands. And mango butter is just delicious. It doesn't necessarily smell like mangoes or anything, but the way it melts, the creaminess, it's just delicious. I love it. Oh, Let's see what else I can think of. You got your jojoba oil. It is similar to your um, natural sebum. I talk about jojoba oil all the time. Some people consider it a polar oil also. So it will, um, it will, what was I trying to say? Oh, it will sleep into the cuticle of your hair strand. It usually doesn't cause any allergic reactions though. So that's why I like it. Most people don't have any adverse um, issues with jojoba oil but again if your child's hair is still feeling like straw no matter what we matter what you do you may want to switch oils and definitely add more moisture to your regimen so you can also add more, more more moisture by increasing your shampoo now this isn't for everybody don't tell me well i was already shampooing once a week so i increased it to twice a week or every other day or every day because you no ma'am so you still typically don't want to shampoo curly hair every day. If you have to, you definitely want to do pre-blue methods, but you can increase your shampoos to once a week. Um, if you absolutely have to, twice a week, you can get by with that. I would suggest doing a high, uh, not a hydro, but a pre-blue to help uh, with the condition of the hair. You can make sure you use moisturizing shampoo. Stay away from the sulfates. I think at this point, everybody knows to stay away from the sulfates. You will also want to um, do a deep conditioner and make sure you're getting products that say that they're moisturizing, not restorative or reconstruction. Restorative and reconstruction conditioners and shampoos are protein heavy. They are trying to build the little building blocks back up. So they are meant to attach to the protein, meant to add more protein. And we need more moisture. Your instant conditioners are kind of helpful. So those are the ones you put in, you rinse back out. Those are kind of decent, um, but their molecules are usually larger. So they're not seeping into those strands. Your deep conditioner has a mix of larger and smaller ones, and it's gonna seep in. You can use a shower cap. So what I tend to do is shampoo my hair first in the shower and then put my conditioner and put my shower cap on and take the rest of the time to wash my body, scrub my feet, whatever I need to do. So that way my hair has time to absorb the conditioner in the steamy atmosphere. The steam also helps raise the cuticle just a little bit, helps that conditioner seep in. Sometimes I will add oil to my conditioner while I'm in the shower. And then when I rinse it all out in cool water, um, the oil kind of stays behind and helps some of that conditioner the molecules that went into the strand stay in the strand instead of trying to be immediately rinsed out. Okay, you always wanna rinse your conditioner out in cool water. Always, always, always. That's another way to add moisture to your hair. You don't wanna necessarily shampoo your hair in the hottest water, but you wanna shampoo it in warm to hot water. 
And then last, once you're out the shower, you're definitely going to go ahead and use your leave-in and your cream and your oil, so your LCO, right? But if your leave-in is a commercial leave-in and you notice that it has a lot of protein ingredients, for instance, it has a lot of hydrolyzed protein, it has a lot of um, pathanol, which is the vitamin B5, um, soy or wheat protein, you might want to give it a break, like use it every other week and in between just use aloe water. So you're essentially taking the straight aloe juice that you can drink, not the one with the sugar in it, but the pure one. Um, I like Lily of the Valley. I pick it up in health food stores. It comes in a brown bottle. You can pick up either the juice or the gel, and then you're gonna mix it with water. So I do one part aloe to two parts aloe, doesn't really matter, to uh, two to three parts water. And then I spray that in my hair first. Then I do my cream and my oil. Um, now, to be honest, I'm typically using my leave-in, my cream, and my oil because half the time I have taken, I can't find my own stuff at home and I've taken, um, you know, all the extra to the salon. So once you've done that, you definitely want to use protective styling. So you, like right now, my hair is short, but the top of it, I braid it down. Like I said, I don't know if I'm gonna put a crochet in it or just keep it braided down, but I absolutely needed to do something so that the moisture that I was adding stayed in so i braided it down into cornrows you of course can do twists you can do um, a crochet style you can do braids there are so many protective styles out there in the world you should have no issues finding one that is appropriate for you and your lifestyle you know and especially got some cute hot dates coming up you can still get you some cute protective styles in all right y'all i got a parent it's that time of the morning. I gotta go ahead and parent, get my kid out of here. So I hope today's session was informative and I hope that it inspired somebody out there to take a little bit more effort in their child's hair to reduce um, some of the self-esteem issues that could possibly be going on. I mean, really, it's a serious thing. Like if I was 15, I really wish that somebody like me or somebody like Tutus had come up beside me and not because it's my business, but just because I remember the struggle of not feeling pretty and not feeling um, super confident in my looks, along with all the other just, you know, teenage angst type craziness. So to take, just take hair care off the list. It's, it does not, it, there's so many other things that y'all could be focusing on or your child could be putting a lot of attention to. Um, and they're great people. I'm sure they're great people. So don't let hair care be one of the reasons that they don't feel great about themselves. It's just, it's just too easy to take care of it. I will talk to you guys later. Please leave me a review and some comments and stuff. And let's get this page popping. All right, y'all. Have a good day.